0: Come down. The show's about to start. Turn it up loud. Turn it up loud. Any reaper, <laughs> not the audience. What are they? Dangers of the mind. Dangers of the mind. Listen, the mind. You're the
1: difference.
0: Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now.
1: Dangers of the mind. Da- da- dangers of the mind.
0: My mind is playing tricks on. So my mind is playing tricks on so me.
1: No longer can fear be your friend. Fear,
0: what happens on earth stays on earth. And I can't take these feelings with me. So hopefully they disperse.
1: The position of your mind determines the posture of your life. Dangers. dangers of the mind podcast the the, the dangers of the mind podcast
0: with kristen hopkins
1: what's up what's up what's up guys it's your girl kristen hopkins here for another dangers of the mind episode so if you're joining us for the very first time Welcome. Today we are talking about what's the alternative. And if you don't know anything about dangers of the mind, we talk about the attacks we have against our thought life that shift our progress. I mean brokenness and fear, insecurities, complacency, distractions, things that we all go through. We talk about how do we strategize to overcome them and how do we be able to walk in our first purpose. And today I'm so excited because we have one of our very first principles on our podcast episode, someone that I dearly know and I work with, and I'm so excited to just dig deep into her mind and understand her world in the alternative space. So without further ado, Dr. Teresa McGowan
0: Hey, thank you, Chris I'm so glad to be a part (laughs) of this podcast Yes,
1: I'm so happy that we finally were able to do this, right? (laughs) Right, right So, like, we want to talk about Give the audience a perspective of your everyday life So tell us who Dr. McGowan is Okay,
0: so first of all I'm very passionate about what I do So I've been fortunate to have To be a principal now Going to my third year Prior to that, I was in um, corrections, and I worked as a correctional officer and admissions officer for probably five years, and I decided, you know, I wanted to go back to graduate school, and I did that at North Carolina Central University. Anybody out there who's a proud eagle, uh, say what's up. (laughs) But, um, so I decided to go back and get my master's degree in agency counseling and also school guidance, just to have something to fall back on just in case uh, mental health wasn't uh, where it needed to be. So, I was in law enforcement for five years. I decided to go back to school. Mm-hmm. I became um, a director of mental health services, and now in, in that role, you're looking at case managing families. Mm-hmm. So, what does that look like? And you're looking at you're talking about children that have that suffer from mental illness, mm-hmm. substance abuse, or developmental disabilities. Mm-hmm. And so, I had a team of probably 15 or 16 social workers, and um, we managed those cases to make sure that ch- that children received appropriate mental health services mm-hmm. and adequate resources. Mm-hmm. Then the mental health world shifted mm-hmm. from um having a local uh mental health agency and it became mom and pop shops. Now you're going into the local uh the LME. Mm-hmm. And so that means that you had to give families opportunities or variety of opportunities to to go to any mental health provider besides our own, so we could no longer be the covenant over families in Durham County. We had to outsource them. Mm -hmm. And so mental health started shifting because it went from children actually receiving adequate mental health services to mom-and-pop shops popping up everywhere Mm -hmm. to make a dollar. And so I no longer believed in the system at the time. So I left mental health, and I decided to use my education degree, and I went straight into Durham Public Schools, and I started as a parent involvement coordinator, um, trying to put together forums for mm. parents, having those table talks around some serious conversation. How can we support you while you're in Durham Public Schools, but also open up an umbrella for those parents that decide to go to charter schools? How do we win those parents back to come back into Durham Public Schools? Mm. And so um, it shifted from that to I, I became a director of um student services, and I was over behavior support services, um, social workers. I had PBIS, homelessness, and so um, it it was a a blessing. I was able to to have that type of um, work work with some great people, but have that type of responsibility. Right. And so this particular week, um, we had, you know, several meetings. I mean, you're going for the board presenting stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I had just finished my doctorate program and I was talking to my deputy superintendent. She is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And she talked to me about um Expanding my horizons and wow. what does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. What about principalship? And I said, really? You think mm-hmm. I can do principalship? Wow. Yeah, and not having ever been a principal mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. and not taking that tra- uh, that traditional pathway, wow. yeah. you know, going from a teacher to an assistant principal to a principal. And so she, in her mind, she felt leadership was leadership. Yeah. So, you know, I interviewed like everybody else. Um, I was able to, um, I, w- I was given the job or given the opportunity to have the job and alternative services. To me, when I think about alternative schools, um, you're talking about providing educational services to students, Mm -hmm. but also addressing the social and emotional needs of kids. Mm -hmm. So I do believe my my education, also my background, allowed me or afforded me the opportunity to be the principal here at Lakeview School. So it's an so opportunity. Good.
1: Yeah, it's so good. And when you talk about leadership, that's mm-hmm. key. That's it right there. You know, right. you can come into a school and you can show leadership, especially in the alternative environment. Yes. Because you need to have a strong head. You do. In these environments so that staff mm-hmm. can you know, sometimes pick themselves up. You mm-hmm. know, you see, and one thing I love about Dr. McGowan is I, because I'm in here, you know, my program... those that don't know my program is in the school and a social emotional program and we specifically work with alternative schools and juvenile justice kids and juvenile justice centers and one of the things i I love about dr McGowan is that she can notice her staff if they're not feeling right Mm -hmm. if they're off and that right there is like a bridge in in these environments you have to have that Mm -hmm. and if you're an administrator in an alternative school and you're not noticing your staff Mm -hmm. then everybody's going to be haywire all over the place but if you at least say hey something's not looking right with you today. Mm-hmm. You okay? That's allowing us to have to want to come to work. Want to right. do their job more because they feel like people care mm-hmm. about them. So I think that's so important in these spaces. And then on another hand, social-emotional learning. We that's know right. that from these spaces is the foundation mm-hmm. of not only what our kids need, but what we as adults need. Our Absolutely. staff
0: needs. Absolutely. And so, yeah. Let, I was to say this to Kristen, but mm-hmm. one of the things I do love to do, first thing, in the morning, after I walk through the building, I speak to everybody and I'm kind of getting a temperature read yep. of how everybody is. That's and good. I'm telling everybody, let's get Ready for today? Make it a great day. I stand at the front of the building, and I'm greeting students. Every student comes in that building. I'm saying hello, good morning Mm -hmm. to. I'm trying to get a feel or a pulse of what your attitude will be for today. That's why it's so important to know students having a conversation, having that one-to-one. Mm-hmm. You only have a short period of time to, to gain that respect right. or that relationship with the kids. So for me, relationships is everything. It's everything. Everything. You know, yeah, it's very paramount. Yeah. So it determines what our day will be. Yeah. So I'm saying if you need to go talk to Miss Hampton, mm-hmm. if you need to go speak with the counselor, if you need to speak with your, your social worker, we have staff on board be able to talk to students because we all have different relationships with different kids. That's so good. You going to be good. able to read them.
1: Yeah, we just did a podcast. The last podcast episode I did was called Real Relationships All 2020. Okay. And we talked about how a lot of people put things on their vision boards, mm-hmm. right? Get mm-hmm. a good house, get a, get married, right. or whatever, but they never have real, healthy relationships. That's right. And so when we think about Everything around us in the social awareness aspect, mm-hmm. you have to uh, like evaluate our inventory. You have to mm-hmm. look at our inventory, our circle of friends, or Absolutely. our circle of staff, and say, "Is this a positive and healthy relationship? You know, are these strong relationships?" And I think mm-hmm. that in this, these specific spaces, mm-hmm. it is so important that relationships are strong mm-hmm. and that they're healthy right. because it's a lot going on, right. you know, in these spaces. So that brings us to you know a question about what is the challenge? What's your greatest challenge in these spaces? Because I know that we have a lot of Um, administration that listen to this a lot of teachers that need support Mm -hmm. and you've been in this for so long you know Mm -hmm. you've been doing the work and what what do you feel is the greatest challenge that we have to you know we have Mm -hmm.
0: to overcome i I think having the right staff on board um it's it's important Mm -hmm. because you have to make sure that i'm entrusting my cargo my my kids Mm -hmm the right type of people, right? right? And we know that sometimes in this type of environment, it is huge um, burnout for staff. And so self-care is so important. So when I walked through the door for the very first time, I mean, I had an officer greeting families. I had staff that just kind of, that was here, Mm. you know, in in body. And you couldn't really see that they had a lot of good things to to provide to kids so you know my wonder my, my first 100 days in in the building i wanted to make sure that i sat down with every staff member mm-hmm. to ask them what is working yeah what's not working well and then what kind of change can we bring mm-hmm. and then on top of that even though i, I may have come in with um uh, people already thinking that you know she's gonna be tough she's gonna be rough because of you know of my previous role yeah um I wanted to make sure that they were okay too, mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be at Lakeview, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. where this where this boat is going, either yeah. you're going to take a seat or step off, yeah, right? And so they knew I meant business mm-hmm. coming through the door, mm-hmm. and so not proud of this, but I mean, I, it needed to be had. Yeah. Those courageous conversations absolutely. with people to say whether you're right or wrong for Lakeview, mm-hmm. and some of them took me up on my offer mm-hmm. because I have relationships in the district also with other principals. Um, they may have been a good fit for Lakeview, mm-hmm. but it could have been a, a dynamic. Fit for you at your school yeah. you know if you're an awesome teacher yes. if you're some type of support staff or paraprofessional you may have been much more appropriate in another school and not necessarily Lakeview. because mm-hmm. again this environment is a very tough environment mm-hmm. and you have to you have to have the right spirit well, yeah you focused. you do <laughs> 24/7. 24/7 and when you off kilter mm-hmm. I will send you home yeah, yeah. and I will yeah. send you
1: home so what 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 would you say an ideal staff is like you know what mm-hmm. would you say is a a good person for an administrator to look at, or mm-hmm. well, when they're interviewing, they're doing the interviewing process. Do you have any tips for
0: them? Well, it depends on what your role will be, mm-hmm. right? So we know mm-hmm. if you're meeting with, if you're doing groups with students mm-hmm. or individual counseling with kids, we need you to be friendly yeah. and student focused and, yeah. and uh, understand that uh, every student is different. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not really concerned about what you did so yeah. much to get here. Yeah. We want to unpack why you did what you That's did, good. right? And so mm-hmm. you have to have that 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 frame of mind that you want to help change the way that the student sees themselves and how they can evolve. And so I need people that are going to be positive and who's going to push, push, push a student to do better because they can do better. Um, One good thing about what I've heard, some feedback I've I've received from students is that they don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. You know, I prefer to stay yeah. in an alternative yeah. setting because it's smaller. Mm-hmm. They know the staff. They know we're going to take care of them, mm-hmm. feed them, clothe mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, we're also going to set boundaries yeah. and set expectations for students. So we're in a small envi- environment. That is the expectation. Yeah. I would expect for students to get uh, some of the things that they receive at our school at a traditional or comprehensive high school or middle no. school. It, it just can't happen, mm-hmm. you know, because their operation is so totally different than ours. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, It's important that you have the right staff on the bus working with your kids who are really truly invested. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's about investment. It's Mm -hmm. absolutely about investment. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel the investment, right? You know, they're not going to want to come. Absolutely. Once they come, the kids feel it too. Mm -hmm. You know, they feel the. the, I always tell um, staff when we do our trainings. I'm saying you have to know that a child feels if you are genuine with them mm-hmm. or not forcing it or you faking it, Absolutely. you know, they want real, mm-hmm. especially when they get here. Right. Because a lot of these kids don't have a lot of role models. They don't have nobody they can look up to. Mm-hmm. So you might be their mama mm-hmm. or you might be their daddy that right. they look up to, that mm-hmm. figure. And so if they trust you and then you go M.I.A. or, you, you know, you mm-hmm. make a promise. One thing I always tell Teachers in this type of space is that you have to be very careful what you say you want to do for a child. Mm-hmm. Either it's a promise, like because a lot of children don't get promises. Absolutely. Kept. So when it's a trigger for mm-hmm. them, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's really about relationships. I love that. And You're I think right. that's it's so important. Absolutely. So in this environment, I know one of the things you, you said from the beginning that you were passionate about it because you wouldn't mm-hmm. be here if mm-hmm. you wasn't passionate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, that's what that's saying with me. I wouldn't be in these environments mm-hmm. if I wasn't passionate.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what is your greatest reward? Mm-hmm. When, when a student can tell me thank you for helping me with this situation or that they need to overcome some type of barrier, mm-hmm. um, it, it just it does, me, it does me well. Yeah. You know, and it makes me happy because I really love my students, right? And unfortunately, Chris, i am be honest with you, my staff told me last year, like Dr. McGowan, your first year with us, you were focused on the student. So whatever student said, it was golden. That was one of my mistakes I made. So Mm -hmm. as you grow as an administrator in the building, you want to make sure there's a balance. Mm -hmm. That you do hear the voice of the staff, as well as the voice of the That's student. So but yeah. I, I, my thing is, whatever that student tells me, yeah. I have to read in between the lines as well. Mm-hmm. I want the very best for a kid. Yeah.
1: And one of the things um, I noticed by being in these environments, too, is that a lot of times, some of our kids are living in false realities. Mm-hmm. And so they really think things that are not what they are absolutely so we have to read between the lines sometimes mm-hmm. but we also want to make sure that they know that we're on their side too absolutely you know because some of the some of the times kids are telling the truth mm-hmm. you know you have they to are. investigate you yes, know you and do. figure it out so you do. it's a balance so mm-hmm. I, I agree with that mm-hmm. and then so as far as the alternative space um where do you see the alternative education right now where do you see that where
0: what does it look like to you well we're on a different accountability model than our traditional or comprehensive high schools, right? And what I mean by that is growing students. Our focus is mo- making sure that once a student has been suspended, they land in an educational institution so they receive the educational services. Mm-hmm. So in a traditional sense, I think we don't receive the, the types of resources that mm-hmm. other traditional schools or right. comprehensive schools receive. And but I think Durham Public Schools is trying to do a better job with that mm-hmm. because you also have to advocate advocate on what you need for your school. Right. And so I have a very supportive superintendent and deputy superintendent, and those ask me, um, Dr. McGowan, what is it you need, mm-hmm. right? And I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Um, my my media supervisor, Dr. Maddox Perry, the same thing. Mm-hmm. What is it that you need so we can help you? Yeah. And so right now we're looking at changing what. Lakeview looks like, um, even with the signage, the, the rebranding of yes. Lakeview, making sure that we provide social and emotional support to students mm-hmm. and restorative practices to yes. students. Um, one of the things I was hoping that we would have here um, starting in February, but mm-hmm. we're kind of behind the eight ball because you work with other entities, yes. is a day treatment program for students also. Oh, awesome. Because we have some students that really can't make it during yes. the traditional day, and so they need something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And so that day treatment. Program would provide a different spin yeah. for those students, right? Just like it was bringing you in for mm-hmm. for uh, dangers of the mind, yeah. that was important for our staff to be trained yeah. and also for our students to be trained yeah. as well. Right. So the more that we can saturate it with social emotional support, mm-hmm. I do believe the better off students will be. Oh yeah, because
1: yeah. I I, I Absolutely, 100% believe it is the foundation mm-hmm. of what these kids need. They mm-hmm. all came here from somewhere because of something that right. they did emotionally. Right, right. They acted out in an emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, they might not have the best social circles, you know. They mm-hmm. might not have the best friends. Mm-hmm. And so getting to that bottom line to say, mm-hmm. hey, listen we got to figure out what's going on on a social-emotional level so you can get some skills in place. Absolutely. So that when you go back to your base school, you can make it. You Absolutely. But at the same time, while you're in here, mm-hmm. you can make it. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's a lot going on. Right. in There's a lot of temptation. There's a, a lot. lot of, you know, things that people might say. And it's like, either you're going to turn the other way mm-hmm. or you're going to do what you got to do. But right. we got to figure out what's the best move for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And so I, I agree that SEL is the way to go it is. In, it really in these is. environments. Yeah. Um, and so, like, where would you see or where would you like – alternative education to go like say so say like the next five years Mm -hmm. what would you envision that being and that's and that's not I mean I know you can speak for Durham but -hmm. just from a whole national perspective where
0: do you see this going I would like for it to be more so like a one-stop shop for families, right? Mm -hmm. I think about the Walmart model or the the Target model, um, where parents can get everything in one building. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And so that means you're partnering with other entities. Um, You're bringing the Department of Social Services. Mm -hmm. You're bringing the mental health services. And I think people have seen seen school as just an educational institution, but Mm -hmm. it can't continue to be that way. Mm -hmm. Because once you find out a kid is broken, and you start unpacking it, and you're looking at the parents, yeah. the mother, the father. Also, they need support as well. They so, do. what kind of resources can we provide from the school level? Whether it's, you know, you know, being financial savvy, yeah. helping parents, you know, um, look at um, Habitat for for Humanity yes. or looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. How can schools be that type of institution for? The parents, so, so when good. they walk through, boom, I can get everything I need at one at one location. So good,
1: and you know, we did a, a social emotional learning forum um, back at home. I'm from Hartford, Connecticut, mm-hmm. and I did that. At first did it. I want to do a, a tour, but I started at in Connecticut. I went home. I wanted to give back to my own community, mm-hmm. and I brought in senators and um, you know mayors and. Uh, we had like just different educational people, and we mm-hmm. had panel discussion. But what we did was we did it for the community. Okay. So my my goal was to show that it's good to teach our kids social emotional skills. Mm-hmm. But guess what? When they go home, they mama don't got social Absolutely. skills. They father don't got social. Mo- or Absolutely. their caretaker Absolutely. don't got social emotional skills. And a woman told me, you know, she she told me something that really stuck with me. She said, "SEL is a luxury in the black community." And to me, I said, "It's like I took it away." But I felt where she was right, coming from right. because I'm like, whoa, I had to meditate on that because mm-hmm. and really take that in. I had to digest it because I got what she was saying. But why is it that? That's right. Like we, I mean, for our kids to have simple hugs, you mm-hmm. know, I, I was talking in class with one of my kid, a bunch of my kids and I said, how many hugs have you got? They said, man, I haven't got a hug in years. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I mean, they were I human said, how touch. Do, how do you feel about that? They were mm-hmm. like, I was happy. Like, I mean, literally holding me like Mm -hmm. tight, like they, Mm -hmm. they were so excited, Mm -hmm. but it's the littlest things, like a conversation with your child, Mm -hmm. you know, to incorporate SEL, doing a game at the dinner table to talk about who their friends are, Mm -hmm. who they're hanging out Mm -hmm. with, you know, um. How, how did perspective take in? What was mm-hmm. your day-to-day? How could your day have been better? Absolutely. Those are the type of things that I feel we need to mm-hmm. be bringing to our communities, you know, especially inner-city communities, because a lot of our kids that come here, they may like, okay, I got my SEL SC skill, skills not packed, me go home, and mama cussing you out. Absolutely. Or, all or, time. She, yeah, or she on drugs or, you know, whatever the situation is, mm-hmm. but it's not what you were learning. Absolutely. So it's like you're battling this double-mindedness because you're trying to incorporate these things at home, but mm-hmm. nobody around you is incorporating Absolutely. these Absolutely. So I really believe that our parents or our caretakers in the community, even our stakeholders, mm-hmm. need to be a part of these conversations mm-hmm. so that we can help out the whole child. I agree. And then the whole parent.
0: So know? am I hearing that you're going to come back and train my parents on uh, Yeah, parent night? I would love to. I would love to a do a need. forum. Truly, a need. Yeah. truly yeah. a need. Absolutely um, truly need. And it's another challenge that we have too is that whenever we have parent nights, and, and, and 80% of our population is African-American males. I cannot get a parent through the door. Mm. So I'm asking the question, what would it take for you to come through the door, door, have a conversation with your child's teachers, you know who their support staff is, let your child kind of talk to you about their data, their attendance, what their attendance look like, if they've had any write-ups, you know what their grades look like, just a simple conversation to have with the mother. And it's just hard for them to buy and, it. To. But it, it, it shows you so much. Mm-hmm. That shows you so much
1: of why these kids are here in the first mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Because when you notice that, that mothers and fathers or nobody can come in, what you think the kid the kid mm-hmm. is feeling at home? Mm-hmm. You know, like they they probably
0: don't get no type of attention. We but we but and but also at the same token, you know, I don't knock parent involvement because parent involvement is has a different definition for different parents. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to come through my doors and meet with my 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 my, uh, my teachers and my staff. And it's not about us always going to That's your community. community as well. But you know, if you're a mother working two jobs. Yeah doing the best that you can do for your family. And my child comes to school every day that's parent involvement, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And my my thinking is, how do I just get you to come through the door just to have a conversation with teachers and and what have you? So we've got to think about, educators too, have to think about ways in which we can still reach parents. Not necessarily the traditional way, but something do some out-of-the-box thinking around that piece.
1: Absolutely. I think that's a, a, a deeper conversation for a lot of, uh, administration mm-hmm. and staff in alternative spaces because I, I believe it is needed mm-hmm. absolutely 100% mm-hmm. where a parent has to be involved uh no, other ways you know we have the parent teacher night yeah. um you know but even even if it's a parent social mm-hmm. you know where they got we got food here or something mm-hmm. you know to bring mm-hmm. them in the doors mm-hmm. to just have a general conversation about mm-hmm. their child yeah something to get them more engaged mm-hmm. and of course teaching them social emotional skills mm-hmm. that they can use in a home absolutely yeah. Yeah. um and then you know just to wrap it up I want to know what what are some encouraging words and just some uh, some advice or quote well, whatever you feel in your heart to give to the people that are listening that are in alternative schools that may feel burnt out that may feel like man I have a passion but I forgot my why mm-hmm. you know I, I like how do you stay motivated what is mm-hmm. some just encouraging words of administration to keep them in these spaces because our kids need us you know and I know we at times get burnt out we get tired but what are some things you can tell
0: what what I would say it's all about self care Mm -hmm. taking care of yourself first and foremost because if you don't do that and I'm talking about whether you get massages, yeah. you get facial. This is what Doctor McGowan does for yeah. herself, yeah. right? And I try to work out three three times a week. Right. If you don't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of others, right? And so you'll you'll continue to stay in this fog. Yeah. And so it's important for you to do that piece. I don't know, you know, if you if you you know if people are uh, not religious, but if you have a high power that you pray yeah. to, it's important for people to meditate. Absolutely. And again, it goes back to self care. Mm-hmm. You don't do that. You will not make it, right? And yeah. so surround yourself around people with positive energy. Yes. Who wants to move forward in life? You've got to do that as well. Mm-hmm. If, you're in, if you're in bad uh, relationships, you can think about how can you detach yourself from those. Because it is about feeding your spirit with the right types right. of people in your life. Right. Yeah, we're, so all, we're all connected. So good. So mm-hmm. good.
1: And is there any last words that you want to say? But we, I mean, we just, I personally... Thank you for being on this. But we, I'm the getting together the dangers of the BI community, thank mm-hmm. you. Because we needed to bring this conversation to the table. And I said mm-hmm. one better person than Dr. McGowan to really kick it off mm-hmm. uh, and talk about this. But my goal is to be able to go to many alternative schools and talk to their principals about how they're feeling as well. Mm-hmm. So that this can be a deeper conversation and an ongoing conversation to be able to meet some of the needs that we
0: still require in these spaces. Yeah, I, I appreciate you being... A part of my team, and was it Cora McFadden that yeah just right, yes. I'm glad I'm yes. glad that you came to me what two summers ago, yes, exactly. and so you and you've been with us ever since, yes. so I, I thank you for that and yes. your hard work you're trying to provide uh, to our uh, to our um to our students and to our staff, but I think we need to have more dangers of the mind. Expand into not only alternative schools. I know this is yes. where, you, where you're yes. starting, but it needs to be in the traditional schools Absolutely. as well. Because when students leave here, mm-hmm. they can take those same skills back to a base School, and guess what? Their teammates already been trained on how to work with those students. Oh
1: yeah, and it's and it's uh, preventing them mm-hmm. from coming here too. Absolutely. <laughs> we in Absolutely, we can stop them in an in-school suspension in a comprehensive school. Absolutely, stop them in a group session in the curriculum, mm-hmm. so that they don't make it over. That's here. correct. You know, That's so it, it definitely does. That's what we're moving to. Here's the go. Okay.
0: Well, just let me know how I can help. Some fortunately you've done really well here thank you so much i
1: appreciate that we Mm -hmm. appreciate you dr mcgowan thank you again and um tune into our next episode like share comment and subscribe to the podcast we appreciate you guys talk to you next week the dangers of the mind podcast The, 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 the dangers of the mind podcast
0: with kristen hopkins